just tuned in to the first episode of Raza Stand Podcast with me, half of the hosts, Brown and a camarada. What up, peeps? This is Essa Flo. Uh, you're the co-host. Uh, we talked about doing this for a long time, and it's finally here. We're happy to do this. Uh, happy to bring some information to, to anybody who's going to listen to this. You know, hopefully we get enough people to start listening. If not, you know, it's just going to be the two of us talking, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, is this going to be something that 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 uh, we're going to keep doing and really put our, our energy into it? Uh, so just going off of that, man, like what brings you to do this? What made you want to do something like this in the first place? Yeah, man. So the introduction to this podcast is up. Uh, we we just I've been we've been trying to, you know, post little clips here and there snippets of what's to come was to be expected from uh, Rasa Stand Podcast. And we really are going to uh, step into territory where a lot of people don't want to be in as, you know, Chicanos or, you know, just Mexicanos, overall just Latinos from Latin America. Um, so there's a lot of diversity. There's a lot of, um, a lot of everything that you would expect between a, a culture, a race, uh, and we're going to discuss that and try to break down some barriers, try to find some uh, hidden um, things that a lot of people don't. We're going to discuss a lot of things that a lot of people don't even notice within our people. And we're going to bring it to you with facts and everything. So if you want to challenge whatever we, we got to bring to the table, you know, go right ahead. We actually uh, welcome for you guys to leave comments. Um, this will be uploaded to YouTube to all audio streaming sites. So we welcome for you guys to be a part of this conversation because we want to hear your side of the story. We want to hear what you think about what we're talking about because we don't want people to just come out thinking, oh, this guy, these guys are just full of shit. They just <laughs> want to be out there just talking nonsense. But like a lot of what we're going to say is, is just our even thoughts on a lot of people's minds that they just don't want to even say it because they don't want to get into problems. They don't want to get into a beef with someone that may be living that lifestyle, maybe living that way. And eventually this is going to be, we're going to do about how many do you think? 10 episodes for season one? Something like that, you know, about 12, 13. Okay. Uh, hopefully, you know, we, we, we get to that. But yeah, man, yeah. I, I'm going to second that. I don't know if you're done, you know, what you were going to say. Oh yeah. Well, I was just basically and uh, ended with, you know, we're going to eventually bring some people uh, on the line as, you know, interviewing them or just to bring on to just discuss other topics and their point of view uh, in season two or somewhere down the line, you know, so that's pretty much, yeah, man. Yeah. So for me, what, what really, uh, you know, attracted me to do it, I've been wanting a podcast for a long time. I just didn't know where to do it, how to do it, who to connect with. But when I saw your, your podcast, you know, uh, you actually have a couple of them. But the one that uh, I got to be a part of was my hand thinking right. Mm -hmm. I'm correct. That's what it's called, right? Yes, my hand thinking right. And and I was I was a host, and it just just the way we we conversed, man, it was very natural. Yeah. Listen, I met this guy. I actually I've never even met him in real life. I mean, we <laughs> met virtually, but you wouldn't know, right? I mean, we 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 connect pretty well. Mm -hmm. He's from Northern Cali. I'm from Southern Cali. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and for me, he was a person that I felt that. I can really, you know, do this with because, you know, he's really passionate about talking about these issues yeah. and, you know, he can also bring some, some, 
information that I don't have. As a matter of fact, right before we got on, he was talking about some stuff that I never heard about. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But, you know, um, for me, it's just, you know, bringing, like you said, uh, information to the people that consider themselves, you know, part of the brown Spanish speaking community. However you identify today, we're going to go over all these, not all of them, but, you know, a big part of the terms that people mm-hmm. use to identify themselves with just to see, just to really go into, you know, why do people use these terms uh, in the first place? Uh, that's going to be our, our, our episode today. But overall, I'm going to bring information. We're both going to bring information that is going to challenge, you know, the, the, you know, the status quo or even, you know, even ways of thinking that, that we've been, you know, taught to think, you know, because as, as a Chicano, you know, as a Latino, as a Mexican, you know, uh, sometimes we, we, we might be taught to think a certain way. And if we step out of that, out of that, you know, thought process or, or state of mind, sometimes, you know, we're, we're considered to be, well, well, what are you doing? You know, like, that's not, that's not what we do as a, as a Rasa, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're just act that way. So we're going to, we're going to break all that, man. We're going to be really just diving into, into stuff that, that is going to, you know, challenge people and it might make them a little bit uncomfortable, but you know what? Uh, I've done a bunch of research and my, my pedigree, you know, my, 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 what do you call that? Um, where I'm coming from, you know, is from a historical background. So I feel like that I bring some credibility to the table. Also, you know, you know, uh, coming from a neighborhood that was pretty, pretty economically deprived is my, my mob bringing was, was pretty rough. So I also bring that experience, you know, so I bring the streets, the academics, the, the pop element to it too, uh, that I'm really looking forward to, to, to get into it, man. So, so yeah, man. So, yeah, man. so just, just to dive right back in, just to dive right into it, you know, one of our first identities that, you know, I would say is, is kind of recent in the sense that the way people identify, but it's also kind of ironic because I mean, you know, it's probably one of the first ones we should be identifying with, right? And that is the identity of indigenous or Native American, right? Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on that, Brown? I mean, how do you feel about, you know, about people identifying that way? Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, with this whole topic that we're going to go over, a state of identity, you know, we're going to focus on all these, man. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a cool thing because, uh, you know, a lot of people t- are taking it back to the indigenous roots. And what I mean by that is I'm noticing a lot of people are, you know, joining danzas, like the danza groups and, uh, you know, dressing the park and doing all that, you know, eating certain foods that are the, are the indigenous used to eat and sticking and try to stick to that type of diet, things, you know, that type of uh, living that way. Um, but now the question is that, that I ask myself a lot is like, is there... Is, is there a right or wrong way to live your life as a Chicano or as whatever you identify with? As indigenous, you know, they, 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 they were deprived of a lot of things. So if you want to live like an indigenous person, are you going to choose to deprive yourself of a lot of things? Are you going to go for it? I mean, I always think if you're going to go for something, go for it completely, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I always ask myself, like, like a lot of people or, you know, want to, want to dress the part, they want to, you know, try to speak the part, they want to try to basically just, just live like they used to live back in the days, which is a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, like, a lot of things got ruined because they wanted to make it into a more, more modern, you know, 
way of living, putting buildings and, you know, just things that they added throughout the years that, you know, compared to how it used to be. So that be, that made life into a faster way of living. Things got faster. The way of life was just was in a way tainted. You know what I mean? So I understand when people want to go back to the roots, but is that even possible to live in this society and try to go back to your roots and live the way they used to live in this society? Or would you have to go live somewhere out there in the fucking jungle to do that? <laughs> Man, that's, that's a lot of questions that, you know, um, I'm going to try to answer myself. Hmm. So for me, uh, identifying as indigenous, I do identify as indigenous, but not just indigenous. Reason why I say that is because one, like you said, I think to identify with that, you know, specific uh, term, there's a lot of things that go into it, right? I mean, there's no denying it. I'm brown as fuck, so obviously I got I got some, you know, some native blood in me. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and and um, as a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, I took a a DNA test through twenty through twenty three and Me, and and uh, ironically, bro. Uh, the majority of my DNA was actually European, mm. you know. Uh, so to me, that was a shocker because I was like, "Man, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I don't even. I mean, look mm. at me. I had the Juan Diego mustache. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I mean, most of that comes from my mama's side, and because my dad is a little lighter, you know, their their parents, you know, his parents and his family are like more, more European looking. So that's probably why too. Um, but also, for me, that term. You know, it's not just the way you look, but also, like you said, you know, the, the culture, you know, like, I don't, I don't speak, I speak very little Nahuatl, but I mean, like, that's because I've learned it on my own, like, mm. you know, I, but I, I cannot have a conversation with, with the native, you know, go to Mexico City and, and start speaking to them now, I might understand some words and all, but like, it's really hard for me to, to just identify with that, because it's a, it's a lifestyle, it's a way of life, you know, like you said, uh, who is really willing to do all that, you know, like just doing this now. I mean, like, mm. this is not indigenous. I mean, you know, like the, the whole podcasting thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we have, you know, storytellers or whatever, but. Storytellers was back in the day. Yeah. That right. was a form of entertainment. Yeah. But obviously, you know, things have changed in the last 500 years, you know, uh, but there is, there is a, a group out here in LA known as the Mexica movement. Mm. Uh, and they're a pretty controversial group because, uh, they, they pretty much want to do what you're talking about. You know, they, if it's not Native American, if it's not, you know, they call themselves Nikantlaka, which means, you know, we, the people in Nahuatl, you know, and essentially what they're trying to do is recreate a whole new indigenous identity for people who are mixed bloods, people who are fully native, right? They don't even, they don't even accept the term mixed blood. As a matter of fact, it's an insult to call somebody a mixed blood. But mm-hmm. the fact is that we are mixed blood, bro. I mean, not just yeah. given. You know what I mean? Like, there's no denying that. But, uh, yeah, man. Like, and, and 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 like you were talking about, they they want they, they they want you to give up sports. They want you to give up anything that has to do with European culture. They want you to give it up. You know. And if if to me, if that if that's what it means to be Native American, or that's what it means to be indigenous, you know, I'm I'm not fucking with that because, like, there's so many things that I do that are not indigenous. You know what I mean? Like this, uh, uh, and that's why I. You know, it's hard for me to really accept, really own that term, just indigenous, because I'm more than that, you know, and I, we'll get into more of that later on. But um, yeah, man, I mean, and, and of course, you know, if you want to identify with that, 
Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you over that. But I think I think to me it's also like, and we talked about this earlier. You know, like here in the states, you know, if you if you say that here in the states, hey, you know, I'm Native American. Like, okay, well, what's you know how much you know? Like, what's your what's your blood blood quantum? You know what I mean? Like, are you 25 percent? Are you 50 percent? That's a big deal here. And if you don't know that here, you have no rights to claim to claim anything. And how many people, you know, uh, uh, in Mexico actually, you know, that are not, you know, fully indigenous or whatever, actually know how much they are, you know, how much how much rights do they have to land, you know? So it's totally different, man. Like on this side of the border, you know, to say that. Uh, so yeah, man, that's my thoughts. That's interesting, bro. That's interesting how you broke that down. And I appreciate, bro, that like, you know, people like yourself, man, you know, historians and people that are going into this, not only because I'm sure it interests you, you know what I mean? It's an interesting uh, subject for you to, to take in, but it's just, you're putting, you're putting it to work. Like you're literally putting that knowledge to work right now. And you're like breaking it down to the level where people can understand, um, you know, cause I mean, you're, you're blending this street knowledge with, with book knowledge and, historical facts and um it's just a beautiful thing man that, that we're able to do this you know we're able to put this out and break it down like you broke down right now that some people look into the percentages of how much percentage you are like some people fight over oh you know you have so much money you know you you know wealth you know wealth uh you know social economics things like that but some people fight over percentages of their blood lineage that's crazy bro that's crazy like that's where people get passionate about their their beginnings like people get so passionate about material things about you know what i mean where they live they live up in the hills okay you must be wealthy oh you got 30 percent fucking uh native american in your blood damn <laughs> i want to be like you <laughs> you know that's so on the like, border like i said on that side of the border they don't you most people don't want to identify with that they're like nah mm. i know indio like they could be darker than me, bro, and they're just not gonna identify with that. Mm-hmm. So I think now, would this be a good spot, bro? Yeah. Oh, my bad, bro. What were you saying? All right, I'll go ahead. I'm done. Oh, would this be a good spot to bring up? Because when you mentioned that uh, a lot of these uh, type of uh, it's tribes and traditions, they want you to give up your basically your European life, basically the European way of living. Yeah. Um, and that sounded a lot like what I was telling you about with. Uh, Jose Vasconcelos, that him, like like Hitler, was trying to basically, uh, I mean, because Hitler and his followings and the whole, you know, Nazi, you know, you know, movement, they were stopping a lot of the things that were going on in Europe that coincided with black culture, like jazz. Jazz was prohibited yeah. in many places because of that. And that sounds a lot alike that they're trying to prohibit something because it resounds with another culture that they basically are against. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so if I'm correct, the, the next ter- term term is is a uh, rasa, right? Uh, yeah, 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 rasa. So it's a perfect segue to that. Mm, okay. So the, the the rasa term, you know, and this and this is our, you know, obviously our name of our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll get into why we decided to name it. At least for me, that uh, the term really first, you know. Uh, gain popularity you know with with uh with the author you were talking about right uh and again we'll give you all the links and everything you know once mm-hmm. it was over you guys can look it up uh 
And the term, it was, it was a raza cosmica. And essentially, the, this, the, the idea behind this was that, that uh, you know, Mexico had just come out of the revolution. You know, they, they were, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the stuff that happened in the revolution really should have happened uh, during the independence movement, independence movement, but it just basically got, got pushed to the, to the side, kind of like, I guess, kind of like here in the U.S., you know, uh, in the, the, the American Revolution, right? You had mm. the Declaration of Independence, right? You had all these freedoms, but you still had slavery. Oh. That, been, that should have been addressed there and then. It wasn't, so it got pushed to another war, right? So essentially what ended up happening, right, once, once the revolution was over, you know, uh, th this, this term, uh, raza, cos raza Cosmica, you know, came out of that. Essentially, uh, what the author was saying was um, Mexico is, is unique in the sense that, you know, really all Latin America, if you want, if you want to, if you want to bring that up, but I think it was being more specific to Mexico is unique because we have a blend of everything, right? Mm -hmm. We have Indians, we have natives, right? Uh, and, and um, the bronze race, right? We, we were, we were basically a brand new people, right? And we should be proud of that. Right, so the, for, this is for the first time that I guess even even the, the early signs of brown pride or or you know if you want to call it that too came about from here. But like you were talking about, right, the connection with Hitler, there was more people here than than, than natives and, and Europeans. There was there was black people here too in in, in Mexico, right? Mm. There still is, there still is, but uh, that's a hidden history too that we're gonna get into later on, you know. But it was Asians, right? There was other people that that were kind of sucked up by this mestizaje, right? Uh, that, that he was talking about. But really what this ended up doing is, you know, yes, you have this superior culture, whatever he wants to call it, but all these other cultures, you know, they get kind of pushed to the side. And this idea of, of, of being superior, you know, like you said, I think there's a connection with Hillary with that because he had that same idea, you know, in Germany, right? Mm -hmm. so I think that's why probably, like you were talking about, he he had that in common with him, that he felt okay. Well, you know, we're 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 uh, we're superior, you know, in that sense. And and there was a big push also to bring more Europeans here to to Mexico, or or to Latin America, to widen, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the country. And that goes back, you know, years, you know. Uh, and again, we'll get more into that once we get to that topic. But I just want to. Another thing that I that I was uh, reading up on the fact that why I mentioned that there was a connection between uh, Jose Vasconcelos and like the Nazi movement was that he actually was um, a co-writer of or co-creator of a of a publication called Timon. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but Timon T I M O N that was uh, issued back then, where they would write a lot of, uh, of what was going on in the time. And a lot of the writing in there was pro-Nazi. Hmm. So that was, that's another connection that uh, a lot of scholars that I was seeing, because I subscribe to a lot of uh, universities through YouTube and just a lot of different places that uh, I check it out and like different um, scholarly like articles and stuff. And they, they talk about that, the fact that there's a connection there and how they wanted to widen Mexico and widen, you know, basically that, you know, bring in that culture and, which is kind of ironic, like I said, because he's talking about, you know, the raza cosmica, right? The blending of all these cultures. But then I didn't know that until you told me. I mean, you know, I'm going to have to read up on that. 
And that will provide you the, yeah, the, the, the links where I got that from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to do. You know, like everything we say, you know, we're not just saying it out of our ass. Like we're, we're actually backing it up with, with, with the yeah. information, you know, like some of this stuff obviously is our own opinions, but a lot of the stuff we're going to present to you guys is going to have sources. So you guys yeah. can fight the sources. Don't fight us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> with you guys, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, like uh, we're just presenting the information, but, but yeah, man, like the, that's really interesting to, to have, to have that, you know, perspective to be like, yeah, you know, we're the, we're the bronze race, but at the same time, you know, there's very more whites to, yeah. to make them whiter, you know, but. I mean, and to this day, racism within Mexicanos in Mexico exists, like is there, especially with the more indigenous Indio people, uh, they, they, you know, the, the people living in the city, you know, they're like, oh, hasta paya Indio, like literally like, like, like get away from here, Indio, like, you don't belong in the city. You belong in the somewhere up in the freaking, you know. Yeah. And the, I've seen videos like there's actually like on YouTube. There's a lot of videos on that. People post things like that, and, and just like they just like what was that? Go ahead, finish. Oh, like just like they they have here, where like you know they you know the recent videos of black people doing things to like paleteros, things like that is the same kind of equivalence, but in Mexico, that's crazy. That's some. I mean, that's ironic as fuck. And you know how that happens, and they, they think that it's just here in the States. Yeah, it happens there too. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Mexico has a racist past too. It, it mm. just, it, the reason why it's not as, as prevalent as here is because of all the intermarriage between different cultures. Mm. It really happened here. So people were able, able to, to have identities, right? So, you know, and, and I don't want to get too much into this because there is a whole section on the caste system, you know, mm -hmm. the cover that, that talks about why that even happened. But, you know, you know, the, to, to say that Mexico doesn't have any racism is, 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 is a lie. You know, it's, it's a big reason why, I mean, you even see it in your own families. I mean, like, you mm -hmm. know, you know, está pieto, you know, or like, Oh, you know, está muy guarito, you know, like, like you want, you want your kids to, to not, not you, but I mean, like, you know, in general people, mm -hmm. you know, want to marry up if you want to call it that or, or wide enough you know so oh you know what another thing about jose uh vasconcelos um that he 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 would preach a lot about the fact that we should marry white hmm. we should marry white like you know keep it white within relationships and things like that and that's another thing once we get to it uh that's something that i want to talk about and i had this conversation with other of my friends and uh the whole thing where where sometimes Sometimes it is kind of better to keep it within your own, like, you know, kind of, you know, sure. I guess race and things like that, because it's just, you know, a lot of factors come in, you know what I mean? This religion, it's especially religion, that, that's a big one within, you know, especially if, if you marry someone like, you know, like as a Buddhist and stuff like that, you know, you, coming from, you know, uh, Catholic background and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, once we get to it, you know, that, that's something to, to, to discuss. Yeah. So what's next on the list, man? What, what, what are we gonna discuss next? Yeah, man. Uh, that's another thing that I that I had mentioned for you to uh to add it, man, to add it to something that we could talk about. Uh the whole vaquero, the Mexicano vaquero, and how we how we as Mexican American associate and put our put our, you know what I mean, how we associate to this, to this vaquero movement, or I don't know what you want to call it, man. Just just the being vaquero and 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 dressing the part and things like that. And I like me coming from the family that I come from, you know, it's like predominantly just vaqueros, you know what I mean? People that dress just as the part. And 
and like like you can see like i'm not I, i'm just a chicano from the block like you know like like it ain't no none of that with me and they, I've, they've always looked at me funny my family always you know like oh i was a cholo i was a cholo and and it's like it's like i may dress the way i do but like i i i like to surprise people and you know basically talking to them that i know more than what i perceive to know more you know what i mean just because i dress some you know a certain way just because i talk a certain way you know what i mean it doesn't mean that that you know you you may you basically have a picture of me and that's it you know it's just it's just stereotypical and, and that's the same same thing with the vaquero you know what i mean that a lot of them don't even have any cattle a lot of them don't even are not even you know vaqueros genuine vaqueros and stuff they just want to dress the part just because whatever reason you know they just like the they like the culture or something whatever but you know what i mean a lot of people don't talk about that it's something that people don't like talking about <laughs> yeah you know it's funny I, i think that's probably more common up north just because i mean there's more there's more you know farms oh, ranches, you know? up there you know i mean we do have that we do have that down here you know um and i've never really i had never really heard anybody really use that term you know um like right here like it's funny because like we we you know you like there's so many you know different types of music that that there's like the chalinos you know the people that listen mm-hmm. you know, corridos you know like they they pop their collars you know what i mean like that's a whole different thing too the but whole narco movement. yeah yeah right and then there's people who listen to tamborazo or like banda you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and, or speak mainly spanish and, and they they might even be born here too like they they like they might be like kind of like you were talking about you know but most of the family you know you know, speaks or, you know, mainly Spanish or, mm. or it's a certain way. So you, you become kind of the outcast if you don't do that. Uh, like a lot of my, 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 um, my partners, um, you know, her, um, her cousins, you know, like they, they, they married guys, you know, from, from up North or like who, who work in the farms, you know, but they were born here, you know, and when you speak to them, you know, like they, they respond to you mainly in Spanish. And for me, it's always kind of awkward because like, Like I'll tell them something in English because I know they know English. I mean, like they're from here, right? <laughs> they reply to me in Spanish, and so, so then I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you in Spanish because you know, like out of respect. But but then like they'll mix it up with Spanish, and and um, so it's definitely cultural too. I mean, like, and it's funny to say that because you know, like, you know, we're both Mexican, obviously, you know, like, yeah. but it's 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 really you know like the culture. But sometimes you know, like like you were talking about, well are you really Mexican if you don't dress that way or if you don't embrace that culture or if you don't embrace that lifestyle, like putting big old championship belts, you know, but that's why I used to call my cousin because he used to dress like that, you know, like, hey, what's up with your, you know, big old championship belt, you know, they're rocking there, you know, like, because uh, uh, he used to go to, you know, to clubs and, you know, and that's that. And I remember he took me a couple of times to, to, to some of those things. And I'm like, man, I felt so out of place. I was like, this is not, this is not my thing, you know? And, and, uh, and, I remember uh, a while back, this is a long time ago, it was like 10 years ago, I was dating this girl who, who uh, was pretty much all about that stuff, you know, and, and it was a lot of that stuff too. It's like, yeah, are you really Mexican? Like, I mean, like, you don't even speak Spanish that much. Like, and it's kind of frustrating because, you know, I, I think I am. I mean, I don't feel like, like, I'm, like I'm not Mexican, but then again, like you, you, we talked about this earlier, you know, like just in private conversations, you know, like, you know, you're not Mexican once you go to Mexico, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they'll like, you know, you know, right away, like, Hey, like, you're not, you know, they'll call you a potro or whatever, you know, like, 
they'll even call you Wero, bro. There, there was this one paletero <laughs> that they used to come around my neighborhood all the time. He was uh, he was from Oaxaca, and he would call us Wero's, and I was like, from where? <laughs> like, what the, you know what I mean? Like, but it was because we were from here, like you know, mm-hmm. and and um, but I think at the end of the day, like you know, it, it's 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 culture, bro. Like people will identify with with what if you're most connected to and i think for the most part yeah. even if people people didn't know you know like you know uh, uh horses or, or cattle or whatever a lot of, a lot of our people i think come from little small villages you know and mm-hmm. and they 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 feel like they feel connected to that to that lifestyle you know like my parents came from a village you know my dad used to you know herd cattle and mm-hmm. you know and whatever he doesn't dress like that but i mean he's been here pretty much his whole life now i mean he came here when yeah. he was 17 so He's pretty much an American if you if you if you wanna if you wanna say that you know but uh, but yeah man I, I think I think a lot of it is is just like you know what you were attracted to and mm-hmm. yeah that's my thoughts on that. It's a trip though, bro. Like you mentioned, like you know, does that make you more Mexican? You like you mentioned, bro. Uh, a lot of things that I I'm the type of dude that I I love to observe. Like I may be you know hanging out you know somewhere even even at a club. And even my homies are like, are like, get the eyes way, like, like, what's up? Like, why are you so quiet? Why are you so quiet? I'm like, I like to observe. Like, I like to like, like those places are not my normal. Like, I don't really go to clubs. I don't. I never really like that stuff. I never really like certain things. But when I'm at somewhere, I tend to because I think a lot, bro. So yeah. I think I tend to just t- uh, think about okay, look at there's there's like these type of people here. There's those type of people there. And look at they—they don't intermingle for some reason. They don't like. In, there's the cholos over here. There's the vaqueros over there. There's the whatever pretty boys, whatever they call them over there with their fucking. You know, what do they call them? Uh, the, the new terms. The, the, the pretty, yeah, fuck boys or, or, or <laughs> taquaches. Taquaches they call them. Uh, taquaches, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those type of people are you know they're they're scattered. You know what I mean? So it's like we see these different people that don't intermingle because it's like different worlds in one fucking building you know what i mean so it's like i notice these things bro how we, we we divide ourselves no matter where we go because we it's right. it's what we associate with like i will go step into a club and go into with the vaqueros because that's not my people yeah. even though it is my people yeah. but it's not my people get it you know what i mean it's yeah. not my culture it's not my type of culture like i come from the whole chicano you know chicano rap you know type of shit like mm-hmm. like you know that type of shit like i don't fucking like and a lot of people can can relate to this you know what i mean because uh i've had conversations with with dudes that be like like ah my my family don't fucking like me because you know the way i dress man like fucking they always look at me my tios and tias they always fucking like you know i mean look at me all like look down on me and shit because the way i dress and i'm like fuck bro like that's exactly what i feel too when i go to fucking parties or quinceañeras with family stuff you know they, they 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 fucking look at you weird bro like like it's like like fuck bro like let me live and shit <laughs> let me live my life eh? <laughs> for real, you man. know for real. No, but for real though like on, on the series no like these talks don't get no, no, aren't had bro nah. they aren't had and especially uh when i'm in my head i'm in my head a lot bro and i think about these things and the whole what makes you more genuine more Mexican. There is no, there is no fucking right answer because, you know, what I mean, like, what makes you more genuine is what you believe in. You know what I mean? And if you believe that 
being vaquero is or, or dressing the part as vaquero is more genuine to the Mexican root, which the Mexican root is not even what you even think. Mexican root, the whole Spanish language and all that, that's not even what you actually think. Like that comes from it's a whole fucking division within that fucking language anyway. There's Castellano, there's all kinds of fucking different like where we be talking is Castellano, right? Yeah, yeah, it's funny because yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the whole the whole language thing because really, I mean, it's it's not even it's like if you go to Spain, like they'll they'll clown you too because mm. it's not really Castellano because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of Nahuatl, you know, influence mm. in a lot of our words. I mean, anything that ends with a te mm. in Spanish pretty much comes from Nahuatl, you know, yeah, like that's true. Uh, aguacate comes from aguacat. You know, mm-hmm. that comes from chocolate, chocolate, sorry. Um, coyote comes from coyote, you know. So you basically just replace the the, the E with an L. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Nahuatl has, a, the, the indigenous, you know, language had a big influence on Spanish here in Mexico. And that's why, and I don't know if you noticed this, but in Mexico, the, the dialects, you know, like they're very different in, in, in different parts of Mexico, really. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's almost like little countries in within Mexico, right? Yeah. And out of all and out of all the countries, we sound the most different. <laughs> all the other countries, uh, to me at least, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, like, like, like Central Americans, they kind of have the same, you know, dialect. You know, like Venezuelans, you know, Colombians, South Americans, they kind of have. They sound they, they sound similar, more similar to Spain than we do. Mm-hmm. We and, and even even the way we enunciate words in Spanish. And if you go to these little pueblos, you can tell the native influence, right? For mm-hmm. example, we'll give you a word, right? I don't know if you ever heard this when you go to when you go to you, you say your family's from Michoacan, right? Is that correct? No, Jalisco. Jalisco, my bad. I thought I heard Michoacan, but my family's from Michoacan, right? Mm-hmm. Small little village. So when we go there, when people say leche, they say leche. They yeah, say, leche. Yeah. That's the right? that's what do you the, call that? That's like the like the pueblo uh that's the, uh, that's indigenous influence, bro. This is okay. Because 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 they don't they don't they don't it's like it's like us when we speak English. We have we have a dialect, you know. Like we we don't sound quote unquote, you know. We don't speak, you know, Britannic English. We don't speak, you know, East Coast English. We speak yeah. West Coast English. And you have the Chicano influence, and you know what I mean. Like so that 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 dialect comes from the native people, and the reason why is because Mexico had a huge native population that was not that was not you know um, like it's still there. As opposed to if you go to El Salvador, like the majority of the people are dead their communities they no longer exist you know like you have small communities but uh, i think like 90 percent of like the population indigenous population is gone bro like yeah. so the the way that you absorb spanish was completely different than the mm-hmm. world, you know so. yeah you know one thing i want to bring up bro uh that really stuck to my mind bro when my dad uh would mention to me like just when di- and different things that would happen like throughout my life, uh-huh. I would get into some shit, you know what I mean? Uh, into some trouble, whatever. And he would sometimes say, we should have just stayed in Mexico. Fuck. Like, and I, at the moment I thought like, fuck, like, like, is, is he just unhappy with me or so what the fuck? But down, somewhere down the line, I started thinking like, I started putting myself in his shoes and, and mm. thinking like what he went through all the struggles you went through just to end up with a with a son that is getting influenced by thugsters, by by yeah gang culture and i mean gang culture in itself has its positives 
because of unity in itself that brought about that. But I mean, besides the point, like there's more negative, of course, you know what I mean? And yeah. the, he's, he, he noticed those things. And I sometimes, sometimes think like this, this uh, way of living over here compared to over there, it seems, it seems more corrupted. It, it seems to corrupt faster than out there. And, and I, I don't know if, I don't know if, if you have you seen uh like if you ever seen something in in print where they discuss this like scholarly I, I've been searching for something like this like the 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 what's it called um you know just the difference in lifestyle in how when when intermingled with you know lifestyle over here it just it just corrupts things and how just everything seems to you know make just because the lifestyle over here is so fast and is more geared towards getting money and uh, yeah. no matter what way you get money that, that, that that's like the model for the states you know what i mean get get that money get that power no matter what way you get just get it you know that's what movies seem to tell you that's what social media seems to fucking be pushing out there and like especially youngsters they, they get this they get this in their minds that they understand like by any means necessary like i gotta get it and like sometimes I think like, damn, maybe that's true. Maybe they should have stayed in Mexico. But by this point now, Mexico, Mexico's corrupt as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shit. I mean, like it's almost like, you know, know double edged sword. I mean, like if Yeah, were... double edged sword. There we go. Yep. You know, yeah. you make a, a, a bring up a good point. And I think that's a big reason why maybe, you know, in your situation where you feel like, or maybe for a lot of people too, where, you know, vaqueros or you know genuine Mexicans, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call them. I mean, like they look down upon, you know, and this is going to segue to our next, you know, our next topic, the, the Chicano or, or, mm-hmm. or the, or the Cholo or whatever, you know, because they, when you, when you identify with that, right. Or even just a little more American or whatever, it's like, you're, you're kind of betraying, you know, the, 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 the humble beginnings or, mm. or, you know, like you're, you're, they don't want you to associate with that because, if you associate with that most of the time, it's going to be negative, right? When you associate mm-hmm. with that kind of culture. So if you, if you, if you stay with the vaquero culture, people are more humble, right? I mean, at least you would like to think so. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, something, that's a key point right there, bro. Cause I remember, too, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of, <laughs> yeah, I remember drink. like my cousins were like, were like be all passed out, drunk and shit. Yeah. And they were like the vaquero type. And then my mom would be like, would be like, ¿Por qué no puede ser como ellos? Son muy humildes. I'm all like, so muy, are you seeing them just drunk on the floor there? Like, you want me to be like them? Yeah. <laughs> that would crack me up how I would tell her that. And then, I mean, but they, they don't understand this new vaquero culture. They understand the vaquero way out there. Yeah. Yeah. Not here. Here's a different fucking thing. But even back there, though, I mean, like you said, now it's totally different. I mean, I yeah, see, not now. Yeah. I see my cousins, you know, when I go, when, when I go back to Mexico, you know, like I see them, you know, and, and that's very common. And, and whenever like my mom and, you know, just older people, you know, like, especially women like see these videos or like, cause they always have fiestas, you know, and they see women drinking, they almost pass out, bro. Cause it's like mm-hmm. the women be drinking, like, cause like back in the day, that wasn't even acceptable. I mean, like, yeah. just, bro, like you would not see that. So I think, I think, you know, culturally, I mean, you know, it's changed a lot. And it's ironic because when you go over there, and I don't know if you've seen this, you know, or how often you go, there's a, there's a, you know, 
Cholo culture is there too. You have you have atos mm-hmm. dressed up, you know, as mm-hmm. hardcore thugs. But like you know, like when you talk to them, you know, like they they they're obviously from the pueblo. You know what I mean? They they sound <laughs> like you know what I mean. So yeah. Uh, but but they respect the culture too. So it's ironic, you know. And and that's mm-hmm. a good way to into into the next one, which is if I'm correct, is a uh, yeah. you know Zuzu culture, right? Yeah. So yeah. So uh, how, how we title this is uh Chican- it's Chicanismo on life support. Right. That's a good question. Is it on life support? Like Chicanismo, let's define Chicanismo. What is Chicanismo? So the, re- the way I would break it down, you know, it, it would it would be in, in three three ways, right? So I think I think the term really originated, you know, in the early 1900s with with uh, Mexicans that were born here, right, in the United States. And going back to to what you were talking about, the whole vaquero thing, right? I think that was very common. It, it's been an issue for, for us, you know, like for the longest, you know, for 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 sons and daughters of immigrants who cannot identify with the culture from their parents because they're not from there, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they still obviously have elements of it, but they're born here, they're raised here, they 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 you know speak mainly English for the most part, especially back then. I mean, back then you could not speak any Spanish because you got your mm-hmm. ass. Oh yeah. So, um, so I, the, the word really started there, right? And then, and then uh, the uh, the Pachucos and the Zuzuters, you know, they 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 really popularized uh, the the word and, and a lot of a lot of terminology, you know, that they that we still use today, you know, like yeah. comes from them, you know, they they use words like you said, you know, that had indigenous, you know, uh, origins or even like archaic, like Spanish origins, like the word vato is like from old Spain. I mean, like that's it just means it just means guy, mm-hmm. you know, like so like they they um that and then you have the, the the student movement you know in the 60s because before that Ch- chicanos was was almost like it was kind of degrading to use that word it was like why are you calling yourself a chicano that's that's, that's it was almost like bocho or like just like a negative it had a negative mm-hmm. connotation you know it wasn't until the the students you know the that you know that generation that started going to colleges you know that that really took that word and and owned it and empowered it, you know, people started calling themselves Chicanos and Chicanas, you know, like, and proudly, you know, and I think once it got to, 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 to that, to the academics, then, um, you know, it just blew up and then it became a little more, more popular. But um, I think now, whenever you hear the term Chicano, from my understanding, whenever I hear somebody say it, a lot of the times it is tied now to like, you know, cholo culture or gang culture because um, that's why I say is it on life support because I mean I don't really see youth using it anymore. You know, and mm-hmm. they do something else, and we're gonna get into that later. But you know, like, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on that. I mean, like that well, Latinx that Latinx movement is, is killing Chicanismo. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, what I mean, it's just because uh, I've I've been watching a lot of videos on on you know the new generation talking about. Uh, is is it proper to even use, you know, to even say la raza or chicanismo or any of those terms? And it's uh, you know, it's it's kind of a slap in the face for a lot of uh people that that did their that put in their 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 time, their work, their effort into all these changes that they made throughout the years, you know. And um, you know, I mean the brown berets are still active, not not as you know, active as they could be, but you know they're they're there. Yeah. You know, and they're they're embracing all those terminologies, 
And, you know, so it's like, it's a slap in the face for everyone that wants progress for, like, the movement. And I, I understand why a lot of people don't want to associate with, because, I mean, it, it's just a little, a different, uh, you know, this, this, uh, this race consists of, you know, I mean, there's even like the movie, like, um, you know, the, the standout, um, the blowout, have you seen that movie? Lockout. The Lockout. Lockout. There we go. Yeah. Uh, and we're in that movie, the, the girl that was, uh, the actual, the actual girl that actually was, uh, the movie was based on, she's a uh, half Filipina, half Mexican. Yeah. So yeah. even in the movie that her dad is like, yeah. like, what are you, Chicana? You're a Chilipina. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that always stuck in my head, you know? So like that by itself is why people shy away from associating themselves with the term Chicano or Chicana because they don't, they may be like, there's some Afro-Latinos. Mm-hmm. Where do they fit in the picture? You know what I mean? So That's it's like, it's inclusion, exclusion, and, and division. You know what I mean? All tied into one thing that, we're trying to put into a box as Chicano. And I understand that, you know what I mean? But regardless, that I still associate myself with a Chicano because I, I understand based on my roots, based on where I grew up, based on all that, looking at all that, I don't associate with America. I don't associate with Mexico. I associate with what I grew up to be, you know what I mean? So I can't say I'm a Mexican. I can't say, oh, you know, viva Mexico. I can't say viva Estados Unidos. I said viva, viva siendo Chicano. You know what I mean? Like, I, I am who I am. You know what I mean? So you're like the early, you're like you're like the early, but early Pachucos who really, you know, felt like they were they didn't have a country. You know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's that's how I, because like, you know, what I mean, I don't know if I should mention this right now, which is, I mean, yeah, we're in the Chicanismo in uh, you know, the whole Cholo movement and things like yeah. that with the Pachuco. Yeah. Um, so with with the Cholo movement, like when I when I got into all that, you know what I mean? What really captivated me and wanted and uh, kind of kept me in that and that wanting to be a part of that was basically the 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 camaraderie. The, yeah, you know what I mean? The oh homie, like I I see you because when I was young, I would be in the streets a lot because my, my folks would be working long hours. I would be with like a babysitter and she would be just in the house while I'm like out you know what i mean and and you know what i mean i would go with my friends and things like that and um you know and after a while it just seemed like i was more out than indoors <laughs> and it just seemed like the people that i hung out with in the streets was more family than my family i never really hung out with my sister and my brother mm-hmm. so these kids in the streets were more family than family my own family so it's like i, I associated that with with the bonding, with the bonding, with if there was problems in the neighborhood, oh, let's form, let's form together, let's let's go against this problem together. That was what I loved. But little by little, it changed into a, a violent thing. Little by little, it's like, oh, fools over there yeah. has has this. Let's go take it from them. You know, the fools over there, that you know, things like that. It, it, yeah. it became a, a a give, give me, give me, give me. Like you know, you don't give it to me. Well, you know, you know, whatever. But you know, like, but then what really what really brought me back to to the love of, of the Chicanismo was that in high school uh, there was skinheads. There was not like skinheads, you know, Nazis in, in high school, and they would be like tagging that shit up on the walls, that the, the, you know, the swastika signs and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that brought me back to the to the like Norteños and Sureños where stopped their fucking fighting and all that shit yeah. because there was on the walls. Where there was X3, X4, 
right right near it, it was swastika signs. And like people were like the the the, the youngsters, you know, the students were like, fuck, like what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is like how the fuck can we let this, you know? And I remember in my French class, I had French back in high school, and there was this one white kid that were like always be like people like you know, just just stereotypical names, like like Latinos, like hey, 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 how are you? Uh, uh Nacho and things. And then in the one, you know, and then in the basically inheads. So, you know, me and some of the like Norteños and Sureños were all all freaking getting together and trying to beat these people up. So that brought me back to like the like the if there's a bigger problem than what we can handle as a people, somehow, some way we 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 form that bond together just to combat that that issue it's, it's funny how that works bro it's funny how that works and i think it relates to bigger issues in the world where a nation gets together and puts the, puts puts their uh, differences to the side to 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 co combat this issue that's going on that can that can uh potentially uh, uh you know interfere with their way of living you know what i mean I so it's like this kind of uh this kind of made me think about that, like how it can happen so quickly and it can happen without even being, being without there even being a, 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 like rules to this. It's like we immediately know that this is us against them and we form together. I don't know, bro. It, it's I had a very similar, very similar experience, you know, except I didn't go to school with skinheads because my, my school is uh, predominantly Raza. I mean, it was mm. 99%, you know, and, and when you were talking about earlier how like, you know, you can see the same culture of people, but they all have different little subcultures. You know, you have the rockers, mm. you have the rockers, you have the cholos, you got the, you know, the the people who, uh, you know, the immigrants, you know, like you had mm. different groups, you know, and everybody was the same, the same culture, the same, you know, from the same neighborhood, right? But what brought me to the Chicanismo, you know, like, because that was a term I didn't really use until I was probably like, you know, in my mid-teens, I mean, to be mm. honest, because, you know, um, I didn't really know what it was. To, I, I've heard it, you know, and then like my parents never really called me that. I mean, like, mm. I remember being really, really young, like, and my dad having a conversation with me about something like that. He told me like, hey, you know, like, don't let anybody tell you that you don't belong in this country, mm. you know? But at the same time, don't forget that you're also Mexican. I was like three or four years old when he told me that. I, but I remember him because I mean, he was drunk and he was telling me, you know, like, my dad was very loving when he was drunk. You know, he was very like, that's when he really showed me love, you know, like at least like he he verbalized it, right? Um, and then and then um I remember when I was probably you know around 15, 16, when I started getting into hip hop myself too, you know, I, I was very, very like against using the term Chicano to myself. I was like, I don't want to use that, like I'm a Mexican. The reason I would say that was because I would say that we're in, you know, we're, we're in colonized land. I mean, this is Mexico. That was, that was my, that was my excuse for saying that, you know, like, like I don't accept the term Chicano because that means, that means I'm accepting the, the colonization of my, mm. you know? And, uh, and like, it was funny because my own brother, like, you know, we're two and a half years apart, but he would, he would use it, you know, more than I would. And he was like, yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, like, whether you want to accept it or not, we still live in the U S you know? <laughs> it took me a while to 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 come around the word and then i finally accepted the word you know and then i took it with pride 
and it had to do with what you were talking about. And the people that I saw using it were like, you know, cholos or like, you know, people affiliated in gangs, Chicano rap, that all that, all that stuff with me too, you know, got me to identify with the term and, and really, you know, like accept it and had, had the same you know, experience, you know, like, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of beef with, with the neighborhoods. There's a lot of beef with the North and the South, you know, like, why, why, why do we do that? You know, why don't we unite as a people, you know, like, and I felt like that term, you know, really, you know, unified, mm. you know, um, and, and, and for the longest, I was, I was against anybody who wasn't Mexican of Mexican descent using the ter term Chicano. But then when I got to college, you know, and I majored in Chicano studies, you know, I got a different experience with it because somebody asked the question, can you, can anybody be a Chicano? And I was like, no, like, what do you mean anybody be a Chicano? I mean, you have to be Mexican. You have to embrace, you know, like Mexican identity. But then somebody said, well, yeah, I was like, as long as you, as long as you, you know, understand the struggle and the culture, you know, and have a, and appreciate it, I think you could be a Chicano. You could be, you know, Asian and be a Chicano. You could be, you know, black and be a Chicano. You, you can be whatever, you know, like, and I was like, hmm, like, that's really interesting. And I remember, uh, a couple of years ago, I met I met this this uh, you know he's a professor now at uh, at one of the universities, but he was a volunteer, and he was he was black, but but you know for lack of a better term, he, he sounded like a Chicano bro. Like he talked like he he had the slang of a Chicano. Like you know he you could tell he grew up at homies. I mean like you know like and and that was one of the and he was really into the culture. He's like he taught Chicano studies like oh. you know, but like the dude was clearly black like you know and and. and that's when I really got to see that. And I was like, damn, like, I've never really seen somebody that's not for my culture embrace our culture like that, you know, or like, mm -hmm. not like, like, if you had not, if you didn't see the guy and talk to him on the phone, you would have thought he was Rasa, bro. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, uh, but yeah, man, like the reason why I, I think, I think it is on life support is because like you said, you know, there, there's new, new terminology that we're going to get into in a minute, you know, uh, but also because I think today the the term Chicano is associated with gangs and and with with negativity, unfortunately, you know, and and unless like people keep using it, it's honestly going to die out. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to be, you know, we're going to be pejitos and out there on the street, you know, using, you know, what yeah. you, you know what I mean? But I, I just don't see a lasting, you know, like long or at least yeah. at least like a unifying, you know, like back in the 60s, you know, where, you know, like everybody was using it, you know, but. And I think a lot of it has to do with the new generation, too, because yeah. they have to find that interest into wanting to keep it alive. Yep. Because, like, I mean, like any other culture, you know what I mean? Yep. There's a reason to why why want to keep it alive. There's many reasons, you know what I mean? And it's just you have to be interested enough to be a part of that continuation of that culture. You know what I mean? Because to me, I think it, it, it gave me a sense of belonging, a sense yep. of belonging, a sense of, of pertaining to a certain cause. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it, it was a lot of it was negative, but like I, like I said yep. before, like, you know, it was the, the sense of like who you really are, like knowing at the end of the day, knowing that may, the Mexican culture doesn't really fully accept you. The American culture doesn't fully accept you. Then where the fuck do you belong? Like if I if I hadn't found this this way of living or this way of this culture, I would have been a lost little puppy. You know what I mean? Not yeah. knowing what to do and we're like, who who am I? Like, what the fuck? You know? And it really, it really is sad that you know that. I mean, the guy culture kind of hijacked that because 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think, like you said earlier, you know, like the, the Zuzuras and the Pachucos, you know, we're just about, you know, the carnalismo and just mm-hmm. the camaraderie, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and different terminology, just hanging out and, you know, dr- and cruising, you know, and dancing, you know, mm-hmm. just having a good time. I mean, like, what really messed it up was, to me, what I would say is the introduction of drugs or just yeah. into the neighborhoods. And basically, that's when it became about territory and just, you know, slanging for like you were talking about, you know, by any means necessary. I, I got to go blast mm-hmm. homie, you know, because, because you know, like, you know, I, I got to stand for my territory or, or he can't be slanging here. You know what I mean? Like, that is when I think it took, you know, if, if, if that didn't happen, I think, I think, you know, I think Chicano, you know, the, the, the term probably would still have a positive, you know, mm-hmm. unless you go, again, unless you go to the universities, it's yeah. really hard to find somebody who, who, you know, uses it in that way today you know like um so yeah man so, i mean with academia bro yeah uh, i don't mean to cut you off bro but like uh, academia in comparison to like the street way of, of of seeing this whole perspective i feel that that universities and things like that places like that you know institutions they look down upon the whole culture in a way and i say this in a way that they they okay they they focus in on the you know historical background and how it started and you know and you know the the struggles that they that they went ahead and and, and went and fought against which is like the the, the blowouts you know and then uh you know the whole thing at the school at the field with Sister Chavez all that they focus and they, they tie that into the Chicano struggle the Chicano movement but when we talk about they don't like talking too much about the gang part. I, I noticed that they don't they don't like to talk a lot about that because for once they might not have enough people that can actually corroborate to say this is really happening or how it, how is it really going down? I mean they might have someone but not really someone that is a, was a part of that lifestyle and be like you know what what well it, it probably got corrupted because of this or whatever so they don't really like to talk about those things. I don't know what factor of why they don't like to do that go into those things but. I noticed that because of that, they see that that a part of it is kind of a uh, tainted. So let's not touch those things. Leave it there. Let's, let's talk about these about the Chicano movement, but not that. Not that. So what? And I, go ahead. You done? No, yeah, I'm good. All right, sorry. So I I think there's the reason why that is the case is because, like you said, I mean, the gang culture has a lot of negativity. So. You know, in the media, oftentimes or historically, we've been portrayed in a negative way, and we do mm-hmm. have actors. A lot of the times, it's fucking that gangbangers, yep. bro. So I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, they don't want to associate with that because, to to some extent, they want to be accepted by the broader culture. Mm-hmm. You know, they want they want to redefine the term, you know, Chicano. But really, Chicano. I mean, there, there's no there's no clear like like who like I, like I was talking about earlier. There's there's no Chicano identity. I mean, like, there's there's so many ways of, of, of being a Chicano, you know? So I think it, it does do, do a disservice to, to ignore that. But I remember when I was in college, when I first started going to college, you know, I was, I had a shaved head, I had my dickies, you know, like, my shades. And I remember showing up to class like that, you know, and obviously I stood the fuck out in class, you know, like, and and, and I remember the professors really tripping out on me, like, you know, like, and I remember one, there was this one day where I was, you know, just waiting for class and just kicking back. I had, had a, my high socks and my shorts, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the, and somebody was just like looking at me and they were like, 
damn, Cholos can make it at college too. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said some shit like that, you know? And I was like laughing and I was like, damn, like, but, but for me, like, that was a huge part of my, you know, of my life for a good five years. It wasn't until I started working with kids that I really started to look at myself and be like, okay, do I want to, do I still want to keep yeah. it? Because dude, the kids were asking me, Hey, like, so where are you from, mister? Like, not nah, like in a way you're like hitting you up, but like, they were more concerned with that than what I was trying yeah. to tell them. Yeah, I get like, you. yo, like, I understand, like, you, 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 you know, and I was only like 19, 22, so I was still pretty young. Mm. But I was like, if I'm going to reach these kids, it's not going to work that way. Like, they have, mm. have to look a different way, you know? And, and so I made, I made it intentional to change the way I was dressing, you know, like, mm. awesome jeans for the first time in five years, you know, like, I grew my hair, my hair out a little bit, you know, like, but I, in a way, I was like, fuck, am I betraying myself? Like, like, you know, like, it might be trained like the, the, the culture, like it, am I selling out, which is what we're going to get to in a minute mm-hmm. you know, uh, by doing this, you know? And so I struggled with it for a very long time, you know, now, yeah, now not so much. I mean, like, you know, uh, obviously, you know, I don't, I don't have a shaved head anymore, you know, but, um, but yeah, man, like, I think that's a big reason why, like they, they, they kind of like, you know, put it to the side or don't want to talk about it or just mm-hmm. want to incorporate them into, into Chicano history, you know? And how common is that, bro? Because I feel like you just you just fucking like described my life right there. <laughs> exactly. I'm serious, dude. Like, how common is that for a Chicano to go like for someone that that identifies as as Chicano to have those feelings, those thoughts, and they don't just and they don't talk about it with their homies because it's like like fool, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? So they keep it on their head. You know what I mean? Like 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 damn, am I selling now because of because I stopped wearing fucking Cortezes? Am I selling now because I stopped wearing fucking chucks? Am I selling now because um I decided to grow my hair just an inch longer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these questions, bro. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah so so on the topic of of, of, of sellouts, right? That's the next topic, right? Yeah. Correct. So we have two categories, right? We have the category of oh. of the coconut, quote unquote coconut, and the free thinker, right? Oftentimes, these two people or these two type of people can be called sellouts by our own community, right? Mm-hmm. By our own people, right? And you know, you were mentioning the story. You know that that you know we had a private conversation about. Mm-hmm. You've been called of a needle, right? Yeah. So, thoughts on that? I'm we gonna... mentioned it. I mentioned it in the in the intro uh, in in the snippets yep. that the fact that that some senora had called me a un vendido porque like I would I approached her in English instead of in Spanish. And she expected me to just, I mean, so that, that's the thing that tripped me out. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I never had, you know, had that, that type of uh, response from anyone. So, you know, first, first of all, first of all, so, you know, so you already know I was confused as fuck when she, you know, replied with, it is vendido after me, you know, you know, talking to her initially in English. And that's what, that's what we have to live with. You know what I mean? That's what we have to live with as as Mexican Americans, uh, not knowing how to even approach someone that looks the part. And in a way, we're kind of stereotyping. If, you know what I mean? I mean, really, stereotyping is not a bad thing, as people may say. It's it's just just judgment that you have. You have judgment to everything that you like. You know, when you're driving, you have judgment whether you're gonna hit the car next to you or not. You're trying to measure things, so it's just measuring measuring Nature. things on the daily yeah yeah 
basically. So, you know, so we have judgments to everything, you know, and I judge and I always think to myself, because I, I think a lot, like I mentioned, I think a lot. So before saying anything, I I I I always first think about okay, is this gonna offend someone if I say this? Is this gonna whatever, you know? So I usually when I see a senora, un senor, an older, you know, um, you know, Mexican that, that I think is like a Latino, Latina, I I always, you know, say something in English first. That way, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just I, I've always done that, you know, I've always just say and if they and they just say, ¿Qué dijiste, mijo? O lo que sea. And then, oh, ¿cómo está, señora? ¿Cómo está, señora? You know what I mean? So basically, but I initiated it as English just to make, just to be on the safe side. I've always done that. So with this lady that I approached to her in English, her calling me a vendido was like totally fucking left field. And it just, you know what I mean? It just threw me off, bro. Damn. You know what? I, I, I don't think I've ever really been directly called a vendido, like, like someone to my face like that. I think people have hinted at that. And I think so more recently, because I mean, my thought process has changed in the last three, four years, you know, uh, I think for the longest, you know, and this is, this goes back to, again, to, you know, what we were talking about earlier with the whole, you know, even the way you dress, how that even feels like you're selling out, you know, like mm. you know, I'm wearing some jeans now, you know, like <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing some, some brand, you know, like shirts, you know what I mean? Like for me, I think when I first started getting it or that feeling was probably a little bit after, after college, you know, and more so now, especially with the state of politics, you know, which we'll get into, you know, next episode, mm-hmm. you know, like how we identify with politics, you know, or just even like the way we think, you know, it, it feels like, like when you identify with a certain, certain term, you know, especially with us, like, you know, like, but this whole, I'm pretty sure that when people see this, you know, this, this, this whole episode, whatever, or like the whole, the whole, even just the, the, the picture of our, of our podcast and be like, damn, you know, they're going to be getting down with some real ass topics, you know, like, but we're going to be saying some shit that people are not going to like, you know, <laughs> and, and they're going to be like, wait, these are saying raza, they, they ain't about the raza, they're fucking medidos, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure we're going to get that and, I, and I'm already prepared for it, you know? So, so in a sense that, and the, the way I've gotten it, you know, that, that, that feeling of, of people, you know, saying that, I think it's when I, I start to question certain things, right? So, so for example, like, you know, especially with, with our history, right? You know, learning our history is, is very, is very painful, bro. Like some of the stuff that happens, you know, as Chicanos, you know, as, as a Raza, you know, like the oppression from, from the white man, you know, like it's, it's, there's no denying it, you know, we got it, you know, pretty bad from the get-go, you know, like, so to, to deny that, you know, is, is, is not, it's just not logical, you know, like there's so much evidence that it happened. But to me, when I decided to 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 not stay with that hate, because you you start you start to hate them, you know, like when you start learning your history, at least for me, like I don't know if you felt that way, but you start getting a lot of hate. Like I remember being in high school and just hating white people, bro, like just <laughs> with a passion, like yeah. I didn't know them. And I hated them, you know, like mm. like I remember just like, you know. And really, it, it got to the point where it wasn't even just whites. It was anybody that wasn't, it wasn't Rasa, bro. I was like, nah, we're the, we're the superior ones. I had that process. I got, mm-hmm. I got to that point where I was basically a bronze supremacist, bro. And that's when I started to ask myself, I was like, is this, is this stuff even helping me out? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. am I that prideful that I can't even get along with anybody else? You know, like, mm-hmm. obviously there was other issues too, but we're getting to that more, you know, with the other topics. But, but yeah, like, and then, 
when I when I decided to let go of that hate, you know, I started to think differently. I was like, you know what? Like, I started to look at us as human beings, you know, and and like you know, and as a historian having that background, you know, just seeing how like, because if you just study your own history or or the history of oppressed peoples, you know, you'll see that pretty much every fucking group has gotten oppressed by somebody else. You know, if you if you if you go back to to what we call the white man, right? The Western Europeans, they got their asses oppressed by the fucking Romans, <laughs> right? And then the Romans, you know, like the Greeks were the ones who were dominant before that, you know. So you can keep going back and back and back. The Egyptians, you know, they they had slaves, you know, like it, it it's human nature to do something like that, you know, when you start becoming powerful. So when I started to see it that way, I was like, the white man is not unique in that sense. Like we've done, but this is, this is human history. It just so happens that we, we're living in a time where the white man is the most powerful right now, you know? So it's easy for us to just hate them and, and be like, nah, they're the fucking enemy. And, you know, and, and, but but when I start having these conversations with people that 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 consider themselves Chicanos or, or Mexican or Latino, like man, what the fuck? Like, are you are you yeah. sending out now? Like, 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 so what are you saying? Like, you like white people now? Like, <laughs> like, and I'm like, bro, I, I I like people who are disrespectful. Period. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't care what you are no more. Like, I'm not gonna approach somebody with hate. You know what I'm saying? And so like, but it's almost like you're expected to hate people. And, and if you're not, then you're not really down with the, with the rasa. You're not down with, 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 with Chicanismo, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's where I have an issue, you know? So I consider myself a free thinker in that way because, because I've always questioned shit. You yeah. know, I was really young. So, you know, if I don't think it's right, I'm going to question the shit out of it. And if that makes me have a needle and fuck it, you know what I mean? So that's my thoughts. Yeah. On that. No, man, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's an interesting way, way to look at things. And uh, I'm sure that more people, you know, feel that same way. You know what I mean? Like, like that same way that you mentioned, like hatred to white people, man. Like, fuck, man. That, that's no good when you go through that, bro. Because I, I went through that stage, bro. And like, I it's mean, like I, I won't lie, bro, that I still have some of that in me. Like, not that I look at white people on site and like fuck that dude no not, not like not like that though but yeah. like uh and i tell you this because uh last year i i snapped at at, at this one this one white dude because we went camping okay like the beginning of last year before the whole covid thing hit we went camping and uh no no it was it was right at, as a hit right as a hit right as a hit as as, a, as cali was like getting some some numbers up and uh, people were already doing their whole, you know what I mean, mask and all that. And and uh, my daughter got close to this one dude's, uh, this one uh, area for this other camper on the side, you know what I mean? And and, and, the, and the white guy came out uh, all, all like, hey, hey, get this fucking girl out of here. You know what I mean? Just like that. And I'm all, uh, and then she looked at me all fucking crazy and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So I snapped, you know what I mean? Of course. Uh, and I said some shit that I, you know what I mean? Like, in retrospect, I'm like, fuck. Like the, the, the Chicano in me, like, the, the fucking, you know, like, the, like the, the, the fuck that. This is the raza right here, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that shit came out of me. And I fucking, like, like uh, you know, I snapped that way. And I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, I need to control my shit. And, um, but, like, that type of, you know, like, that in me is, like, it's like a battle between, between, like, you have to recognize that 
everyone has their fucking like struggles in life. You know what I mean? And social media is to blame for a lot of the shit Great. that that we you know what I mean that we how we feel. It, it it like it makes us think that there's more out there than than there actually is. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's a lot of crazy shit out there where you know what I mean either white people do things for to to the Latinos or black people do things to Latinos. Right now the whole thing is what you know what I mean black people doing things to Asians. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like so you know it, it just it just goes back and forth. You know what I mean? And and, and you know I I have to tell myself like it ain't the white like it, it's like the whole thing where it's like like fuck i'm broke because of the white man got me down you know what i mean that type of fucking thinking like like nah if, if oh. i'm broke it's because i ain't fucking working my ass you know what i mean i ain't we're out there looking for a job that's why i'm broke you know what i mean that's the type of way that i've been trying to you know what i mean try to come come to terms with you know what i mean we're gonna get into a that lot of, yeah, yeah but a lot of people can't do that a lot of people get stuck in that mentality where Fuck, you know what I mean? I have to be on food stamps because the fucking white My system man. got me. The white system got me all fucked yep. up. System. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, you know, like that's why some people can't progress in their shit. But even though I've I've come away from thinking that way of like, oh man, I can't I can't get a better wage, you know what I mean, job because it's just I'm 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 a Chicano. They don't love us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I moved away from that, and you know what I mean. I, you know what I mean. So I've I've done better with that. You know what I mean. But the whole thing where, if if a white dude talks to me in a certain way, it triggers you. It triggers me. Yeah, it triggers me, and that's the thing that I still need to work on. You know what I mean? I mean, I think in that sense, I mean, you what you described to me now was person. I mean, I was your daughter too. I mean, so mm. you know. Yeah. I, even if he wasn't white, whatever the hell he was, if he was Chicano or whatever, you know, he would have been mm. like, fuck, dude, like, why are you talking to my yeah. dog? I mean, you know what I mean? That's like, true, that's true, that's true. Happened that, that he happened to be white, and mm. you have your triggers, you know, like, okay, here comes another white man, you know, fuck. fuck mm. up. Like, for that's me, true. like, what I ha- happened to me when I was, like, 19, when I was going to college, because where I went to school, it was, it, was a, it was a pretty good neighborhood, you know, so, I mean, I was walking around in the neighborhood looking like a gangbanger, you know what I mean? Like, now that, now that I look at it, you know, like, so I was walking and there was this, this big ass white dude, like in, in a bike, dude. This was a little like Hulk Hogan, bro. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even that big. So, I mean, you know, like I saw him in a bike just fucking taking off on, on the sidewalk. So I'm walking and I turn around and I'm like, okay, I'm going to move out of the way because this homie's not stopping. Like, he's going to keep going, you know? So I moved to, towards the grass. And then as he gets close to me, bro, he fucking socks me in my back. Oh shit! His full fucking. He was on a mission to fuck me up. <laughs> you know? So he socked me on him, and I was just fucking. I was in shock because that was the first time I actually got. You know, I felt. I mean, that shit was to me back then. I saw it as a hate crime. I was like, this dude fucking doesn't like me because I'm Mexican or because I'm Chicano. That was the first time it came to my head. So I started calling him all kinds of names. You know, as he was as he was going in his bike, I started yelling all kinds of shit. And I was, like, you know, what the fuck? Like, I'm gonna fucking get you, you fucking whatever. You know? Yeah. Back to my car. And then I'm just pissed, bro. I'm just like, I'm like, it's not, I'm not even thinking at this point. I get to him, I find him, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what was, what was that about? And this fool, he's picking up oh. some shit from the floor, bro. He's got a metal bar. He oh. fucking hits my car, dude. Oh, fuck. So now I'm even more mad. So I go back to the hood, and I'm like, I get my homies, like, you know what? We're going to go find this fool. We're going to fucking kill him. That, that was my mindset. I agree. 
I was I was right I was right there, dude. I, I could have fucked my whole life up with that in that moment, you know, like yeah. and they saw it on my face. Like they didn't even question me. Okay, let's go. You know what I mean? Like they didn't even say what happened, like, let's get in the car. I didn't find them, dude. Mm. I find them. Luckily, I didn't find them. And the next day I went with the fucking with the little Louisville slugger, the little Dodger bats. <laughs> I went to school with that shit in college, bro. Oh shit. Oh, shit. You know? But but there I was I was at that moment when it happened to me, I was like, this is, this is why I hate white people, you know, like they just mm. but now that I'm older, this is this is my thought pro- Maybe he was racist. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'll never know because I never I'll never talk mm. to him, you know. But even with that, with that happening to me, you know, like I'm old enough to understand that, you know, even even though that guy did that to me, like I'm not gonna approach every person that mm-hmm. you know I have a negative experience with that's white as as the enemy because that's it could be a number of factors, dude. I mean, like you said, I mean, like, and that's when I again I, I began to step away and be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna fuck with that. Yeah. But just to move on from that and to, to, to the next, you know, part of uh of, of Andido's the coconuts, bro. The coconuts. How would you define the coconut, bro? Brown on the outside, white on the inside. Mm-hmm. And where and the way the reason why I say that is because so there is we we went from indigenous to fully embracing, you know, those roots, right? Of of, of being indigenous to to coconut is basically the, the extreme, the opposite mm-hmm. of that, which is anything that's Mexican or you know that's I'm not part of, like. I don't, I don't want to be part of that culture. I want to fully assimilate into Anglo-Saxon, white, Protestant, Anglo-Saxon culture, right? You want nothing to do with, with the language, with the culture, right? You want to basically be accepted as white. That, to me, is what I consider. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, man, see, I have a lot of questions with that, man. And see, like, Sorry to be, instead of like, you know, bringing in, uh, you know, what I think about it and things like that, I have to start it with a question because like, I don't normally have these talks, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah of course. It's like, I have all these questions in me is like that, what, what wouldn't push someone to become a, co- like, no one wakes up and like, you know, oh, I'm going to become a coconut, you know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like, what, what is the, what, what becomes the fucking, process. you know, yeah, what is the process of one becoming that i mean you think it's like because so many people have been telling them you know your 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 background your historical background is people that are just shit and they've been believing that because the wrong people have been telling them those things and they've been believing that and it's just the social economic part that is just poverty associated to all that stuff so they just start it starts building up in their heads like fuck i want nothing to do with this shit could that be it or is it more of an educational way of looking at it they they found out all these things through school and because of that they're like damn my people like and and that's considering the fact that the books in the u.s don't talk too much good things about our people in mexico you know so that's you know it's like give and take so i mean i think it's a combination of a lot of things i think one is your your background, where you're raised. I think a lot of coconuts, you know, are probably raised in, you know, neighborhoods that are a little a little bit, you know, more I guess 
economically better than, than, you know, they're not, they're not growing up in Vargas is what I'm saying. Right. So they've probably grown up with more white people. So mm-hmm. they're, when they're really young, probably they experience a lot of like, you know, racism in the sense that, that, you know, they're not being called beaners or whatever, or maybe they are, you know what I mean? But, but like they're, they don't see their culture being represented. Right. Or somebody will make fun of them, you know, cause, cause of their culture. So they internalize that shit as young kids. So then mm-hmm. when you're a kid, bro, you're very, you're very, you're easily influenced, right? Mm-hmm. Very impressionable. I mean, like anything, anything somebody says to you, you like, I, I mean, this, this is an example that has nothing to do with this, but right. So for the longest, I didn't eat ketchup. I just did not eat it, right? And I remember, and I was like, fuck, why don't I eat ketchup? Like, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, you know, and I remember being in kindergarten, right? I was eating ketchup, right? I was eating, I was eating a chicken nugget with ketchup. And as I was eating it, I remember there was these two kids across me, right? That they started making fun of the way I was eating it. Mm. They started licking it a certain way. And I was like, and I felt really embarrassed about that. Mm. I was like, damn, like, am I doing this the wrong way? Like, what am I doing wrong? So that, so for my entire school life, bro, I did not put ketchup on my food because of that shit. I was in, I was in kindergarten when that happened, right? So mm-hmm. imagine you're a kid and maybe your mom makes you frijoles, right? You take it to school. It's all white kids. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck is that? Why are you eating that shit?" So you're gonna go home and say, "Mom, don't make me that shit again." So it starts with that, and then you talk about, you know, the history books. You see yourself depicted in a negative way, right? And then you, you see the news, right? You know, uh, you see gang member gang members. You don't want to associate with those people. All of these things are negative about your culture. You don't want anything to do with it. So you're gonna try your best to be part of the dominant culture right so i it's a defense mechanism to me it's not it's not so much that they want to be that it's that they they want to survive they want to thrive you know they want to adapt now is that the healthiest way to do it probably not but i see their intentions right so i have a little bit of compassion for coconuts but i think if they actually learned their history right and took pride in who they are you know as an individual then that wouldn't happen to you right Mm. you know what i mean like 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 for me, when I finally say, you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna eat ketchup. I mean, like, this is this is dumb. Like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what it is. It takes a lot of confidence to yeah. uh, somebody who's a coconut lacks confidence. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they try to be something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I appreciate that, man. That shit, <laughs> shit was fucking dope, man. How you broke that down, man. That's just, it, it makes you think. It makes you think a lot about like your childhood and how, how you, Put, put aside all those things that other people from other cultures would, would tell you, like white kids would be like, yeah, like you mentioned, like, like, what the fuck is that? Like, why do you like eating that? What does that taste like? You know what I mean? But I had already had friends because like Mexican kids, bro, they, if they're going to, they're the fucking best at fucking capping on you, bro. I think because I've, I've, I've been capped on by blacks. I've been capped on by whites. They try to cap jokes and stuff, but Mexicans will fucking make you cry, bro. <laughs> they will send you home to mommy crying, bro, because of the shit that they will tell you, man. And like I came from that. I've had homies like that as a from grade school, you know what I mean? And I was quick to respond. I was I was already quick with it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I was able to like if someone tried to clown on me, I was I was able to like, you know, send that send that ball back to them, you know what I mean? And um uh, and that was 
I went through that too, where you know other people, other like you know whites or blacks or Asians will be like, like, what is that? What are you eating? Or what are you listening to? Or what are you yeah. this? What are you that? What are you wearing? Why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing those type of shoes? Why are you? Why are you? Back then, I had a slick back hair. Okay. I slick back hair. Yeah. So, um, it would be like, what the fuck? Why is your hair so shiny? I would be like, tres flores, fool. Tres flores, fool. Yeah, bro. Because my hair could not stay back. I used to rock the net. I used to put spray on it. So mm. whenever I took it off, you could see all the all the, like, the net, all the little lines of the net, bro. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. I wear that shit overnight. You know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> okay, with a little beanie and shit. But um, you know that that's I was able to like if I was a weak dude that I wasn't able to talk, you know, respond back to 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 distance and things like that. Yeah, I would probably been the coconut. I've been like, fuck, I want nothing to do with this shit. Exactly. Fuck that. You know, like I don't like this fucking life. You know what I mean? I want to be someone else. You know what I mean? So like, I think you're you're onto something, bro. When you say that that that's why they 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 don't want to be, have that characteristic in the that history behind who they are as a person. They don't want no have nothing to do with that, and 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 it has to do with with uh, being being able to be uh to have that courage to to stand up and be like I want to know more about my people, and I want to embrace it. I want to I want to you know what I mean everything like that. It's important. It's important to know where you come from because. I mean, you know, it's redundant to say that to know where we come from is to know where we're going. You know what I mean? But yeah. a, a lot of that is true, though. Yep. All right, bro. So our next topic, what do we got? So we got Latin X. Latin X. All right. This is probably the most controversial topic <laughs> we're going to have. And, you know, we'll see how, how people react to this. Uh, I got my two cents on that. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to go first, you know? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the bullet first. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's it's a brand new term, right? I know that that it's a term that just gained popularity, you know, mm-hmm. in the last I would say probably maybe five, ten, you know. Mm-hmm. I probably I probably pushing. I mean, I never heard it in college, you know. I mean, when I was in college, so I it was probably out of college, you know. So but in academia, it's like it's it's popping, you know, that's what that's what the kids are using, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Gen Z, you know, that that's that's what they're yeah. using, right? So when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck is Latin X? Like, you know, it's like it's like a plan works with Malcolm X. Like, you know, that was my, my initial thought. And I was like, are we like trying to like, you know? So then I read into it, and you know, it's supposed to be gender neutral and uh-huh. in the sense that because because Spanish, you know, has feminine and masculine words, right? So for example, let's say that we're hanging out, you know, you and I, it's two dudes, right? So you say hermanos, right? And then there's Let's say you uh, you bring in a female, you still say hermanos, right? So the argument is like, why do we have to say hermanos? Why, why can't we say hermanex, right? Or, or why, why, can we say, why can't we say hermana, right? Or whatever, you know, like. Hey, let me, let me throw one at you, bro. Sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. If two dudes son pendejos y entra una pendeja, son pendejex. <laughs> sounds like a cleaner, bro. It's something you used to. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. It's good one. Yeah. So, so that that's 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 one of the arguments, right? Which I understand. Okay, logically, okay, you know, you want to be inclusive, you know, you don't want to be, you know, okay, cool, you know. But what I've used, for example, with the term Chicano, I know that that uh the at sign, right? They use for like your email and shit. I've used that to represent the O and the A together, 
you know, so you say Chicano, Chicano, right? Because I know that mm-hmm. people say that too. I've used that. That's something that I've kind of embraced, you know, in the last couple of years. I'm okay with that. Yeah. In my life, I've never never met a Latinx person. And what I mean by that is that there's no such thing as a Latinx person because you're either a Latino or the Latina, mm. right? And people can find me and say, you know what? Well, there's people who don't identify with either, with either you know, you know, sex, right? Because I was also reading another article that I'm, I'm, I'm going to share with you guys, you know, like I said, that that basically talks about different genders, right? According to that article, there's 64 genders, bro. 64 genders that I I was I was, as I was reading them, I was like, okay, there's there's, you know, I'm not gonna get into the names of them, you know, what I mean, it's just there's so many of them. But if people want to read the names, go for it. The article is gonna be right there. But the one that tripped me out the most was the gender fluid one. Right. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that right now, if I'm talking to you, I can identify as a guy. And in one second, I can identify as a girl. So how are you going to have a conversation with a person that's constantly switching genders? Because some of them are, are, they're really like, you know, they're really on about like, you know, using specific pronouns, you know, like if you, if, like if I identified as a woman and you call me a he, even though biologically I'm a guy, you know, like people get offended by that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really difficult to keep up with that because, I mean, yeah, people can have transitions, you know, and, and, and for the record, I don't give a shit how you, how you identify or what you transition to. I'm not here to say, you know, that's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. My issue with it is that, you know, people are... People are gonna, like you said earlier, people are gonna make an observation and they're gonna they're gonna call you that, right? Mm. And I was um, I was talking to a homie the other day, right? And he was he was referring to a person who who refers refers themselves as they, right? But he, but the person is a, is a is a male, so but he was struggling with saying they. He kept saying he over and over. He's like fuck fuck. I keep saying I keep saying you know like he fuck fuck you know. And I'm like in my head I was like. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, if they, I understand they want to identify as they, but, but it's not wrong in my eyes because just it's there's there's a shitload of genders, bro. But there's there is two sexes, or really three, if you want to use intersex, if you want to use you know somebody who's born with both female and male parts, you know. Oh yeah. But the whole gender thing is in your head, mm-hmm. right? So we cannot see your gender. We can only see your sex. You know what I'm saying? So, so, uh, like I said, the reason why I don't use that term is because one, it's fairly new, and two, when I look at you, I'm not gonna see a lot of next person, hmm. right? If you tell me you want to be called a Latina, if you're if you're a if you're a male, but you want to be called a she, I will call you a she. I don't care, but I'm, you're still a Latina to me. You see what I'm saying? You're not you're not a Latin next to me. You're Latina. Even if you're a guy, you want to be called a girl. Like mm-hmm. I don't. That's that's my point. So that term, I understand the, the the purpose of it to try to be inclusive, you know. And, and they're not just using it with Latin next. Anything that ends with an O, really, especially especially anything that ends with an O, they want to put the X next to it, right? Mm-hmm. And and one of my homies, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna mention his name because he, you know, he doesn't want to be put on blast, but. He's like, hey, if you want to sound more woke, 
why don't you call yourselves Rasex Stan? You know? <laughs> I was like, right. Well, that's not my purpose. I'm here to give up my information and, and my thoughts. But, you know, I know this might get a lot of pushback from people who, who you know, from the new generation, you know, but um, that's my thoughts on that, bro. And, and, and like I said, never in my life am I going to meet a Latinx person because a Latinx person does not exist. Mm-hmm. Well, again, you're either a female or a male and how you identify, that's up to you, right? But I'm going to see mm-hmm. what I'm going to see, bro. And, you know, so that's my thoughts on that, bro. I'm surprised that academia hasn't eaten this shit up, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, just, I don't know, man, just basically thinking about it, just, just the basic thought of it. It's so confusing that you would have to change so many things. Uh, like, okay, when we talk about writing it, and someone wants to put they as as the as their what they identify with. So I was writing, I, I was driving down, I was driving down Main Street and, and I seen they. Well, who is it? They. What, one person. Well, what the fuck? What do you mean you seen they? You see what they? <laughs> it's just it's just rewriting history like yeah just for just for something that you're believing you can't physically see it but you're believing so if we go based on that are we to say that we're able to change other things on based on belief i was gonna say that yeah how the fuck does that that that's that's crazy that's fucking nuts to be able to think just because you believe something may not completely be true because (laughs) as you know people change their fucking minds all the time Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, for one month they can think that oh, I like it's a woman and I like men. And the next month I like women. Oh no, I like I like a woman that feels like they're a man. A man. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like all these things that like it's just confusing the fuck out of the new the, the youngsters, bro. Imagine how the fuck if if living already as a young person is not confusing enough, bro. Come on, like we grew up, I mean, we're male. We didn't have none of those, you know, you know, going through those feelings, of course, feelings of like, you know, you know, maybe liking men or whatever. We didn't go through that. So, you know what I mean? We we didn't have to deal with that. But just being like regular males and going through our transition as becoming, uh, 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 you know, uh, an adult. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just it, that by itself was fucking like, traumatizing with you know coming from where we came from you know what i mean imagine this fucking new generation bro it's hey, scary. 20 years from now what are they gonna when they when they make a fucking podcast when they make a, a new a new platform where they're talking about what they went through the type of shit they're gonna talk about bro <laughs> can you imagine that like, yeah it's crazy. crazy you know what and, and and you know the article that i was reading you know that that talks about you know transitioning because i mean i know that's that's a big issue. I mean, it's really interesting because like you said, you know, the whole academia thing, how it's, not, how it's not eating it up. And I would say that it is because, and that's the very reason why I haven't gone back to school because I would not be able to be able to hang in there, bro. Like, cause I'm just too outspoken with this shit. No, I mean like eating it up. Like I basically, you know, not, not eating it up as a positive thing. Like, like basically okay. ba- bashing on it. How, oh, how, yeah, because bashing. academia is basically looking at it at a critical, critical yeah. it looks like things critically. And to look at this in a critical sense, they would not accept this. And they would really, really be really looking into it, focus in on what it stands on and what the beliefs are. And it would not stand. Just, just having this it? conversation is already a bad thing. Yeah. 
The fact that yeah, we have this yeah. conversation is like, why are you, why are you even questioning my existence? That's what they're gonna tell you, you know. And and this article that I was reading right that talks about transitioning, right? And again, people can do whatever the hell they want, but when you start talking about kids, mm. that's a whole different story. So there's a new thing going on where parents are very woke, or whatever you want to call them, right? More accepting, more more liberal. They, there's people who believe that their kids don't have a don't have a gender, right? That they'll choose mm-hmm. their gender whenever they get they get old enough, right? Cool. That's 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 what you believe. Fine. When I have an issue with it, right, is when people start using puberty blockers. Mm. I don't know if you know what that is, but essentially what happens is that if a little boy tells you, "Hey, uh, mom, I think I'm a girl," then you can block their puberty. Mm-hmm. You know and and essentially what ends up happening, you know, for a lot of these kids, you know, like if you, if you don't go through puberty, I mean, like it, it, it ends up fucking you up, bro. Like <laughs> it's not normal to not go through it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and as a matter of fact, the study that I was, uh, that I was reading, it said that kids who identify that way, you know, anywhere from, from 63 to 90% of kids who said, you know, they were quote unquote transgender, they ended up just saying they were gay or or they were or they were uh, lesbian or it was just a face for them so the majority of kids who want to transition you know when they get older they actually don't want to do it so if you're an adult you want to do it cool you know but to do it to kids it, it's it's just another form of child abuse bro like if you think yeah, like, you're not letting a kid like go through, through puberty like it's insane that we're that, that we're even having this conversation that that we have to get to that in some places, you know, like I know Canada's way more like on this, like they they can like charge you for like, you know, for neglecting your child, for not letting them do that. They can spoil your kid. So, you know, it, it's it's really it's really scary to like you said, you know, like what are they gonna talk about, you know, in 20 years, you know, when it comes to this, but yeah, man, it's it's a, and also like back in the day, if you if you uh, you were talking about the whole transitioning thing, right? Back in the day, before before this whole thing took off, you know, it was considered, uh, you know, a mental condition to to mm-hmm. have the idea of like identifying with a different gender. It was called gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. Still is, you know, like, and psychology is still considered, you know, it's still considered that. But to even say that, you're already being a transphobe. But that's just you're just using science, bro. Like. I'm not speaking from a scientific perspective. I'm not speaking from all, you know, like, like a political, like, just like you said, trying to look at this critically and trying to see it from that perspective. Why can't we even talk about that? You know, and and at the end of the day, people are gonna do what they're gonna do, like I said. But you know, it's 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 really confusing, and um, and like you were talking about, if people can, you know, change their gender, why can't they change their race? Mm. What what if I start identifying as white tomorrow? Like <laughs> someone gonna call me nuts? Why? It's in my head. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Like it's it has no ending, you know. But like I said, bro. I mean, we're probably gonna get shit on this for this, but like you know what? That's those are my thoughts on this, and and uh, yeah. you know, this is our platform. So, I mean, personally, when it comes to, I understand when someone is gay i understand yeah, that of course that's different because that's a, a lot of the times it could be biologically yes so that science you know looking at it through the science lens of science 
that you know i understand that mm-hmm. but when someone is and also another thing where i don't know if you if, if you ever come across any like articles on you know this being like you know looked into by scholars where some when someone gets like molested or or raped they sometimes identify with their yeah. own gender yeah i heard about that too a lot of those studies you know i want to see how common is that if you ever come across any any studies where they they looked into you know the percentage of people that have gone through this and they have become gay be, uh, because of this um let, let's see if we can provide that as well because uh it's hard, probably really hard to find that because i mean it's very controversial to even talk about it, that it, it is yeah yeah i mean that definitely i mean it definitely fucks with if you're especially if you're a kid i mean it, it's gonna fuck with your head regardless yeah. I mean, if it doesn't do that i mean it's just gonna have all kinds of other factors yeah but yeah i mean and you know i'm glad you brought that point up i mean like you know i think because i think you know biologically I, I think there is a lot of you know evidence that you know because back in the day you know people would would say that you know if you're gay or if you're lesbian whatever that's that's a mental illness and i disagree mm. with that because that that is that is your orientation that's different that's that's what you you know what you're attracted to you mm-hmm. can't control that yeah i mean if you if you like a specific type of woman i mean like maybe you like more type of women i mean you know that's that's your biology like you either act on it or not that's different right but that's not the same as well this is how i think in my head right mm-hmm. this is what i think i am in my head you see what i'm saying like Two big differences, right? So, at least for me, that's how I see it. So, I, I guess I you understand that. I mean, when somebody yeah. says, "Hey," it's like, okay, you know, cool. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, do you think? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I guess that could have been the the reason why it stemmed to how it is now, where a woman that likes a woman, and but doesn't like a woman too feminine. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they want it, they want her a little more masculine. So it's like eventually when that kept happening somewhere down the line, they wanted to give it a name. They wanted to put a stamp on it. It's not just in my head. I want to actually call it something. What do I call that? What do I call that? I don't I can't just say I like women, but yeah. what kind of women? Yeah, but what kind exactly. of women do I like? You're right. You know what I mean? It's exactly what it is because if you start looking at the terms, it, it breaks it down in that way. It's like you know, mm-hmm. someone who, who likes this, or you know, and yeah, and one thing too that that's not being talked about that's really controversial too, and, and how how the whole you know I don't know if you heard about this recently, but they're allowing basically biological men to compete with women. Yeah, sports. sports. Yeah, heard about that. And, and it's it's really it's 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 like if you think about it, it's like you know men historically have oppressed women you know like mm-hmm. so now we're doing it again you know but in a more in a more discreet way you know like you could just say hey you know identify as a woman and they have to believe you i mean you might mm-hmm. be joking about it you, you might be fucking you know and be a troll and do that shit but to even question that you know people are going to be like well if that's how he feels you know if that's how she feels then you see these giant ass motherfuckers competing with like you know yeah. and and petite ass women, <laughs> yeah. I see that. All, all, all of the all of the women who fought to have their own sports because they weren't allowed to compete with the guys, obviously, you know, are now having to compete with guys, and they're looking, they're gonna lose on scholarships, mm. lose on you know opportunities 
All the records that have been set by women are going to get fucking shattered, bro, by men who identify as women. Oh. I'll leave it at that with that. You know? that, that, that. That makes me think a lot about the whole inclusion, how everyone wants just inclusion nowadays. And it doesn't matter how they get it as long as there's inclusion. And it's like, no matter who does what, it's like, let's applaud them. Oh, they, 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 trophy. they, they yeah, sure. they've done so much. They, they broke out of their shell, you know, and they're, they, they are, they're saying to the world, they, I'm here, that type of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I took from, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Kardashians, uh, um, what, what was it? Caitlyn Jenner. Andale, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I took from that. Come on, bro. They started putting her on fucking magazines. The most beautiful is growing fucking woman in the world. No, mom is like. And there was a joke. There was a joke on that. Somebody I forgot who said it, but they're like, yeah, you know, like men are, are so much better at, at doing, you know, at being. Uh, it was obviously a joke. Was, I forgot how it said. How it was said, but it said, men are better at women. You know, they're even better at being women than women. That was the joke, and I was like, wow, like. I'm like, and the thing is that people are fucking applauding that shit. I know, dude. It's like. Uh, I, I mean, maybe we're the only, maybe we're the crazy ones, bro. Maybe we're not seeing shit, you know. Maybe we're not adapting to this, you know. Like that's uh, the problem, bro. That people don't speak up. Because, it. Yeah. If you and question it, it's like, oh, you're a fucking transfer, or you just hate not, not, not only that, but at this point, we all have family members that yeah. are eating this shit up, and they're gonna start looking at you like, like you know, mm-hmm. there goes the transfer, there goes the transfer, miralo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like a lot of people don't want to talk about that. And then on top of that, some people even, I mean, have their they have children that are going along with this movement. Yep. So how how are they going to talk about something that their own children are experiencing? Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. And that's why a lot of people hold back from saying what they actually believe. Which I mean, which I'm not just talking out of my ass. Like like I actually like I mentioned like you know. I like talking about both sides of the coin, mm-hmm. how I mentioned where, you know, why I believe how the whole movement to call it, having all these uh, different terms was 64 different uh, terms yeah. to, to define uh, within the LGBTQ community. Like mm-hmm. I understand how that might, might have come along, which yeah. is from trying to identify exactly what type of female or what type of male you're into. I understand that. You know what I mean? But to try to confuse the hell out of people, there's got to be a better way than, than giving it all these fucking words. You know, these, these, it's just too many elements to add to it. Like, it, life's already confusing, man. Like, yeah. it, like exactly. this simple, let's make it a little bit simpler. You know what I mean? And especially if it's, if it's in your head. And I mean, that's how you feel. Like I said, that's fine. I mean, like, I don't have an issue. I'm not going to say how, how you should identify. If you want to identify... As gender fluid, you know, gender neutral. Hey, cool, you know. But when you start to try to 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 compel speech, and we try to start to t- tell people, hey, don't misgender me or don't, mm. bro. Like, come on, like now, now you're making me making me uncomfortable, or now you're mm. making me, you know, feel a certain way. And they might say, well, that's how I feel for a long ass time because you know nobody recognizes my my existence. And I'm like, okay, like true, but. I'm not going out of my way to tell you, hey, I'm a Chicano. You better fucking call me a Chicano because if you don't call me a Chicano, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a fucking problem. Yeah, that's that, that's the issue. And I'm not saying everybody does that. You know, there's people who are a little more sensitive about it and say, you know what, I get it. You, you know, 
you don't understand. I mean, it's but the Super Bowl are just like not, they're not having it, bro. Like, mm. like there was a video I saw of this guy who uh walked into a, a GameStop or whatever, and I guess he kept saying, uh, sir. And he's like, I'm not a sir, I'm a fucking man. <laughs> it's like, okay, like I'm gonna fuck you up if you keep calling me fucking sir. Like, huh. and I was like, damn, like, you know, but. Some people are just passionate about that, you know, and, and I understand, you know, the people want to be hurting. Everybody wants to be seen, but, but to what cost, you know, are you going to accept confuse the shit out of people? And, and at this point, you're not going to have any, any unity. And I, I like, like I said, I'm obviously like, I'm not going to use that term because like I told you, I don't, I don't there is no, to my mind, you know, there is no, there's no Latinx person. Mm. It just don't exist, you know, but. Yeah, man. I mean, now I understand how. I mean, because like at this point, this the movement is is like way too strong to like back out. You know what I mean? So it's like it's gonna be. I'm seeing it now as people seeing the term Chicano when that term just came out. Yeah. Yep. Like how you were saying that a lot of people wouldn't Probably. accept that. Probably. Yeah. And it's like the same thing. Like it's their movement. It's their movement. We may not fully, because we don't embrace it. That's why we don't feel the love that they feel for it. So they embrace it. So they went out their way to learn all 64 different terms mm -hmm. to who they are. I so get they it. went out their way because they, they believe in it. You know what I mean? But yeah. we don't. We I, I mean, we don't know none yeah. of that shit. You know what I mean? Like We're too old school, you know? So I got you know, yeah, and, right. And, like I said, you, yeah. you, if you want to use it, I'm not going to be like, nah, fuck that. And stop. Because there's people who are doing that too. They're like, nah, like. Mm -hmm. Fuck Latinx, and I don't want to use it. I'm not gonna go out of my way to also try to stop it. Like I'm just not gonna do that. Yeah, it's not in my interest. I don't. Yeah. I don't care to use it or to try to stop using it. But I'm not going to identify with it, especially yeah. if you tell me to do mm -hmm. it. I'm just gonna say <laughs> I'm not doing it. You know. So yeah, yeah. yeah man. All right, bro. Yeah, yeah. Forcing someone, forcing someone to do stuff that that's the worst thing you can do. Like you know, forcing some kind of for someone to change. The, their way of speaking is because you don't you feel offended that they say certain things like nah yeah that, that's that's a no no <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah all right bro so that was the last topic any 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 concluding remarks before we end this um you know first episode it went it went pretty long and hey i'm cool with it you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah how you want to close it um, out yeah so basically to the listener to the viewer you know if you have you know any comments to to you know what did you guys like what did you guys dislike what would you guys like to hear more of something that you may have kept in you and not really talked about some kind of issue that pertains to to the latin uh the latino uh experience whether in mexico and even out of even not even considering the fact that you know just because we're, we're mexican-american we you know let's talk about outside of mexico like just latin america you know what i mean latin america and just talking about how because really like you know like m my wife she's half puerto rican half mexican you know what i mean so that by itself my father-in-law he's fully he's full puerto rican okay. you know and he tells me that <laughs> being here in cali they confuse him for being Mexican. So he's like, he kind of gets offended. He's, he's like, 
he he but he doesn't respond in the in the mean way like 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 fuck no i'm not Mexican. he he says oh no support Puerto you know he he just, he just you know corrects them you know so it's like for the longest it's kind of like the same thing as chicano or, or like mexicano that call asians chinos no matter if there's you yeah, know yeah. from korea they're from japan whatever you know they, they, they're just chinos to to mexicans you know what I mean? to latinos so it's the same thing it's like they uh people around the world refer to latinos that look like mexican as mexican you know what i mean i agree man and i think that's the reason why for me at least you know why i decided to go with the, the title rasa as our podcast because it includes i think all those people mm -hmm. we didn't speak about you know speak about today and this episode i mean it's just not enough time to do that i mean we can mm -hmm. you know bring them up obviously you know but we're speaking from our perspective and what we, we, yeah. we but i think ras is, in, is inclusive you know it's mm. it's not it's it's it, it's not you know uh favoring men it, it has an a at the end you know what i mean if you want to go with that way i mean like it it even includes people who identify as latinx i mean they're in there i mean to me i mean i i i could somebody who who considers themselves latinx i consider them rasa to me i mean like mm. so i include them too you know so even 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 vendidos are rasa to me. I mean, like mm -hmm. you know, coconuts, whatever. All of these people to me, you know, the brown Spanish speaking community, you know, is rasa to me. So that's why I got the shirt here. I don't know if you can see it. Mm, this is dope. Yeah. Um, and I coincide with you, bro, with the fact that they're all rasa because they're all part of the Latino struggle. Exactly. It's all our struggle and. Even even as we see it as a negative thing, but the 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 coconut is a product of this hatred that we hold because of the you know this mirroring that we look at each other. We look at ourselves because of outside sources are telling us something, and we try to we try to put everything to other pieces together. But it's just some people are not able to fit them together. You know what I mean? So there's like they end up they end up broken and and spread away from from what they you know, from their, their culture. So that's, that's a product, a product of what the issues that happen from migrating or just the, the whole transition from Mexico to, to the States or the, the transition between where California used to be Mexico and now is, uh, and now is not that the whole transition of that is what it, it fucked up the whole system, like within Latinos. Exactly. Now, you know, and so it's a product. So that's why I agree that, you know, there's that they are still Raza because it's a product of that, of that type of environment, you know? And that's why you got to stay, take a stand, you know, that's what we're doing. You know, we're taking mm -hmm. a stand here, you know, to, so you guys, so you, so you people can understand, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you people X. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, any shout outs to, uh, to, to anybody you want to shout out? Yeah, man. See every episode I want to shout out the people that are, are, that are putting out there, you know what I mean, platicas like this, and just just having those good talks because it really matters, you know. So it's like the, the homie Velas with uh, Barrio Voices, go check the homie out. Uh, the homie Chewy with uh, Down for the Brown Podcast, go check that homie out. Um, there is American Cholo, he's doing his thing. I think his name is Gil. Go check that homie out. Uh the homie Marco with Cardalismo clothing brand. Go check that homie's uh, merchandise out, uh, you know. And uh, let's see. I mean, there's a bunch of people out there doing their thing. There's the, the homies at um, Chicano Shuffle. They've been doing their thing for quite a bit, two, three, four years, I think. Um, let's see. 
I mean, there's a whole bunch of people, you know, just basically put up, put on the, go on the audio streaming sites and just put Chicano podcasts, Latino podcasts. They're out there. Go find some good ones. You know what I mean? So this is going to be something to, you know, because I mean, really what I want is for us to have these platicas, you know, mm -hmm. these talks. And what better than to, than to go out there and search for something and come over here with us and listen to something and, you know, go back and forth. There's, there's, there's good. We're not saying that we, that we have all the answers, that we have everything and shit like, it's just, we just have a perspective that we are putting out there. My perspective as Brown, his perspective as, as Flo, you know what I mean? Where he, he came from and my perspective, you know? So it's like, you know, so it's, everyone has their own point of view. For sure. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give up my shout outs too. One, uh, shout out to you, man, for, for coming along and, you know, and being part of this project, you know, that I know that you have other podcasts and you, you have a large family, you know, and, and uh, you have a lot of time for them, you know, so to be able to stay up on a Friday night, you know, I know it's COVID and shit, but, you know, you actually stayed up and, you know, and, and made the time to do this. So I really appreciate doing that because, you know, I could be talking to myself, but it, it ain't gonna go, it ain't gonna go, you know, anywhere, you know, like that. So uh, I really appreciate you doing this with me and then really, you know, like, you know, embracing the idea of getting along and, and getting out there and just, you know, contributing to, to the podcast in that way. And for all the artwork, that's all him, man. God did it himself. You know, the, the, the music intro, uh, the guy's talented. He's also a hip hop artist too, you know, check him out. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, I want to, I want to also shout out the, the, the brand culture where this is where I got mm. to meet from. You know, uh, it, cool. they're actually based out here in, uh, in LA too. And all of their products are made here in the States. And to mm. me, that, that's, that's huge because I mean, that means that you're not supporting exploitation across, mm -hmm. you know, a different, a different, um, you know, nation or whatever, or that's cool. I mean, kids being paid cents, you know, like people mm -hmm. employed here in the States made by Chicanos, you know, so it, it's, it's good to, to rock. You know, I was, I, I, my wife was like, man, you're finally rocking something else other than PJs, you know, cause <laughs> I saw, oh, oh, COVID, you know, I was like, you know what? Like it's time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm going to, if I'm going to wear this, it's going to be for a reason, you know? So, mm. but yeah, man, just shout out to, to, to all of my, all of my peeps, you know, my low peeps, you know, the, the ones who, who are going to listen to this and then, and, and really, you know, just listen to it and actually, you know, eat it up and, and consume it and, you know, digest it. And, you know, even if you don't agree with me, you know, you're not going to be, you know, uh, unfriend me, you know, cause I mean, if you do, that's cool. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I know where you stand this year, but <laughs> I feel like it's important to be able to do this, that, to have these compliments and, and then, you know, uh, even if you don't agree with something, man, to, to still be able to be friends with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, man. And respect to all my relatives and, and all, all my ancestors that, you know, that, that, you know, um, allow me to do this and, you know, and for all the stuff that I've been, been able to read and, and just the opportunities that, that I've gotten, you know, it's because of them. So yeah, man, that's it. No, likewise, bro. I, I appreciate that. The fact that, I mean, you know, it ain't, it ain't nothing like 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 having someone to bounce back ideas with, bro. That's like the best thing, bro. And like and like people like like us that we're, we're stuck in our minds all the time. And you know what I mean? Like educators, you know what I mean? So yeah. I work with kids too, you know? So it's like, we want to make a difference. Like, it's not just that we, we just want to talk BS on, you know, just because social media and, and you know what I mean? It's, all these things are booming and everyone's doing it. That's not, I mean, we actually want to change. We actually want something good to come out of this. 
not just views, not just likes. You know what I mean? And that's that's really what is pushing everything right now. Not, and, I mean, people may be doing it for for a reason, for a good reason, but it, it gets lost in in translation when when you know what I mean when within time and the people just want that fucking the views and and the likes and shit. And that's I don't want to really focus on that, which is really tempting. You know what I mean? It's really tempting to like go out, go go in and start thinking like, oh, I wonder how many. I wonder how many people liked it today. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, for subscribers. So you know what I mean. So you know what I mean. So like, and and we're living in that era where everyone's just stuck on their phones and and yeah. like, who liked my shit? Oh, who commented on my thing? And it's like, it's like, stop thinking that way, people. You know what I mean? It's it's more to life than likes. It's more to life than views. It's more to life than if someone commented on your shit or not. That doesn't mean they're fucking like you know. It doesn't mean shit. It just means that they had the time to comment. You yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't mean that they're really down homies or they're not down homies. That don't mean shit. Don't don't look more into it than there is, because in the and the people that I talk to, I let them know like you know don't get sucked into that shit. That's why with my with my other podcast, the hip hop spot, I take breaks with that shit, because it's like it's like I get too sucked into it. I'm like fuck no, I'm not gonna do that. You know it what I mean? Be fun. It needs to be organic. It can't be okay. Friday yeah. night and I gotta do it again. Now once we get to that point, we'll stop. Yeah, yeah. Take a break. I agree, I agree with you, but yeah, man, everything you said is true. You know, um, especially the whole like thing and the whole mm. you know, views thing. I mean, obviously, we want this stuff to get viewed. Yeah, 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 yeah. See it, but even if it does not, you know, we're you know immortalizing our voices in this way. We've done it through hip hop. You know, we've done it through mm-hmm. other 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 uh, channels, but now we're doing it this way. So mm-hmm. even if if it goes on deaf ears, nobody hears this. You know, like. It's there, you know, and mm-hmm. a day when, when we die, you know, and somebody comes across this, they say, oh, look, look, look this, this is what they actually thought about, you know, like this is what they believed in, you know. So that to me is important, you know, as a historian, yeah. to document mm-hmm. important things in your life, you know, like I'm I'm a father now and, you know, like it's really hard, as you probably know too, I mean, mm-hmm. to, to do creative things when you have kids. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, man. Um, but even though we don't care about listeners, we do want them to listen. So we're yeah. working as well. Can you let them know uh, our social media accounts? Yeah, or- yeah. So basically on YouTube, just search us up as Rasa Stan Podcast. I, I went on it to see if, if it pops up right away, and it does. Our channel's right there. You know, even though we just have four subscribers so far right now, but it does come up. That's the first thing that comes up. So, you know what I mean? <clears throat> it's pretty easy to find that on YouTube. On all the audio sites, um, uh, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I will be... This will be up on all of them uh, by tomorrow, but you know what I mean? So today, as Friday, you will be listening to, well, let's see, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I can, I can up, upload it before, before, before 12 and stuff like that, you know? So basically, today, Friday, we, we did the first episode and um, expect, expect for it to be either every Friday or, or Saturday to be uploaded on, on YouTube and I uh, expect that to be for sure on Saturday up and um, yeah, it's pretty much how we're going to do it. From now on, every Friday, uh, we're gonna we're gonna shoot it, and by either Friday night or Saturday morning, it'll be up on all sites. Sounds good. All right, see y'all, peeps. This is Flo saying peace yeah, out. Yeah. We'll see you in, uh, next week. Yep. This all is right. Brown checking out for today's episode titled um, "State of Identity." <clears throat> we covered a lot of ground today, and next week we'll be talking about uh, La Raza. Entre, um, is it a democratic by a, are we democratic by default we'll find out that's that's the next platica for next week stay Peace tuned out.